All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of Hundred、uh, Books a Year with Kevin.、Um, today, let's continue to talk about the book、um, Mental Immunity.、Um, let's talk about maybe zoom in a little bit, right? Like about this whole analogy situation, and、um, let's chat about what exactly does this book trying to accomplish. So, author Andy Norman he is arguing. Or asking the question is why our existing beliefs are failing us, right? Why do we even need this book at all? How should we fix it in a sense? And our idea of human beings, right? Like you know, our 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 label, right? Homo sapiens. That literally means wise human in Latin, right? So how we should stay wise, how we should stay smart. Is we talk about a little, little bit about this yesterday. Is more about learning to filter out bad ideas and accept good idea. And this whole concept of bad idea removal is actually an art.、Um, wisdoms, like if you want to have wisdom type of thinking, right, or gain wisdom, maybe that's a better way to to like、uh, phrase it. Is Kind of acting like a maybe like a searchlight, right? Like by shining lights on the shadows. Now, philosophy, according to Andy, is a great tool with this quest. So philosophizing is really paying attention to the problematic features of ideas, helping others to realize it, and then realize the drawbacks of being overly or not overly fond of them, right? So. In Andy's world,、uh, philosophizing is really something that is like an art, not a science. And according to Andy, right, like the twenty sixteen election of Donald Trump is a good a, a good example of critical thinking not serve us that well, right?、Um, we are, in a sense, not doing enough. To prevent making all those bad choices, now in recent years, psychologists are trying to prove that biases are pervasive and sometimes innate. This is a very very interesting topic, right? Some cultural psychologists might argue that hey, you know,、um, if your biases kind of fits within your culture, then it's easier for them to penetrate into your mental immune system and affect you that way, but. There's really not a strong argument for that. So the best middle ground is we recognize first of all everyone has biases. That's not not abnormal. It doesn't really mean that we're all equally hostile to them. That's the thing, right? What's the term again? Um, having strong opinions but loosely held, right? Have really strong conviction into what you believe, but. Don't hold them too per uh too close to too up and personally, so. This this entire book kind of dive right into this topic of, okay, um how should we talk about this? How should we address uh address this issue? Right, what accounts for mental immunity and really what attributes to it? So. This book is trying to answer that question. Um. So I gotta be honest. I finished the book today. Um, <laughs> it's sometimes too long and too. Uh, I want to say, o 
overly written, right? And like it's not really being written concisely, which is okay for a philosopher, right? Well, I guess, <laughs> excuse me, I guess not okay, but you know, um, the author is trying to make a point very, very clear, and then it will give you a few examples per each point. So, um, anyway, so. In the next couple of days, we're gonna kind of touch on this whole immune system analogy, right? Um, the author mentioned that he was uh, teaching a class, right? He just got tenure at his uh, university. He's like, okay, I can truly dig into the readings and per and prep less uh, lessons plan, talk about critical thinking, and then his his uh, students were not engaged, right? He, and then he tried harder. He like he dived right back to the readings. And, and 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 you know he was just seeing a bunch of blank faces when he was teaching, right? So, and Andy was like, "Hmm, why is this happening?" And then what happened was he started asking those questions, right? So he called them a new form of Socratic uh, model of thinking. We're gonna touch on that a bit, maybe a, a bit later. And after he got some tractions, he started to kind of make this correlation between. Understanding the immune system first before we can apply it to your mind. I'll give, uh, I'll give you guys a couple examples, right? So in our immune system, very high level, we have T cells, right? So our T cells, their job is to hunt down the biological parasite. And then Andy said, hey, like our my immune system should have this feature too, right? And then we have the thing called antibodies, right? Like what is an antibody? It is once you... Let's say you got a COVID vaccine, right? Like you develop the um, antibody. It's going to prevent you from having a virus infections. Now, Andy argues that we should have that. And then the antibody should be reasons and questions, right? Qualifying questions, leading questions to kind of have us to, to like stay curious about this particular subject, right? So after that, he's able to get his students more engaged with his conversation. So that is kind of the point that we're going to end on it, um, t uh, today. It's kind of like drawing the parallel between an actual immune system biologically to a mental immune system. And they're actually showing a lot of different things. And um, this book really talks about is, hey, how we should be able to avoid some of those mind traps. And then we're going to dive into a bit more details on that in the next couple of days. All right. Perfect, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Share it with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast. And then we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All right. Bye.